Cheers, everyone. I stole this from a restaurant. <laughs> Cheers, everyone, and welcome, welcome to South London's Southeast, Southeast Massive. Yeah. Welcome to the Croy Luxury Podcast. It's me, Joshua Mays, and I am fucking, fucking vaccinated. <laughs> as and fucked, I'm, mate. And I am fucking hench. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm fucking. <laughs> I've been to the gym. <laughs> That's what they asked me when I went in there. He was like, "What do you do, personal trainer?" Did he? No, he didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously what? not. We've already started talking. I need to introduce the guest first. Today we have a very special guest, just like every day that I have a special guest. Oh, well, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's fucking, it's Dave Atkins in the fucking building, mate. Yeah, in the Southeast building. Thanks, Thanks for having me in. How you doing, bro? You good? Yeah, I'm good. You all right? Enjoying yeah. your wine? It's yeah. really, really good wine, to be fair. Yeah, I don't, I'm a bit of a wine snob, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I saw about the M&S over yeah. there. Yeah, over it's, there. it's good. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I think it's a Pinot Noir. Oh, no, it's a Rioja. Now, look, I, you know, I get a lot of interesting people on this podcast, but you've got to be the best looking one out of all of them. Uh, you know, you know, it's, I, yeah, know. I mean, you're the most handsome man in, in Southeast London, <laughs> right? You know? And a jack, a jack of all trades, master Definitely, of all of yeah, them as well, I, I would say. You know, being good looking, you know, being funny, having nice socks. He's all three of those things, ladies. You this know? is happy socks. <laughs> What, that, the brand? Or yeah, the just brand. Yeah, yeah. Are we in my happy socks. This is happy socks. <laughs> this will make me happy, happy yeah. socks. Yeah, well, they do make me a little bit happy, yeah. <laughs> I've got, yeah. But you do you do a bit of everything, man. It kind of, it yeah. does interest me. I mean, you know, you've already shown me your music. You've shown me your cooking skills. Your amazing okay. hospitality has been All fucking right. great. You obviously learned a lot at Giraffe. Yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> hell, man. Let's not get into that. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a food snob, I guess. Mm. I, I, I think... It's anything I do. Yeah. And that's the reason I do so. I consider myself as someone who does a lot of things, but mm. actually, you know, when you say master of all, I, it's it's not the case. I yeah, just yeah. get a little bit, especially with food. Like me and my cousin have got this little, we used to have a WhatsApp group and it was basically fucking people we'd seen on Facebook or social media. And it's these, it's always these girls and it's, they post a video of this fucking shit, a plate of Sorry, food. Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It could be guys as well sometimes, but <laughs> nah, um, <it's> not. <laughs> and it's like just a plate of fucking vomit. I love oh, it's like ones. it's like fucking dinosaurs <laughs> and beans, <laughs> and they're like, "Boys done good this yeah, week." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the best ones when it's like when it's like the missus rustled me up something good, and yeah. it's just like the most wank plate of food it's you've a, ever seen it's in a your life. Tin of beans. <laughs> 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 like, it's just like they're like fucking in their 30s and yeah. they're just eating like you know like turkey dinosaurs kids. and shit yeah i'm like come on bro like you literally <laughs> you gave birth to someone you can't cook yeah. something that's fucking not from frozen <laughs> like, so yeah on, i i you know i'm a foodie i like i like my food so mm. that's the reason for that man oh, beautiful man yeah it's a nice bit of salmon i mean shout out to sea spiracy you know <laughs> That guy really made me just want to fucking <laughs> eat, eat, fish. eat fish, bro. Like, fuck that guy so much. That fucking... He looked like he had B.O.'s, like one of them guys. <laughs> I've not seen it, man. He B.O. and he shags fish. Like, I refuse to watch stuff like that. Cowspiracy. I, it's just... I like meat. 
So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if you're the sort of person that kind of wants to be put off that mm. sort of stuff, then you will watch that now. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I watch the opposite. I just watch, you know, like... What are they the fucking the just the slaughter videos? You know what I mean? I just really, I just really <laughs> just got into the chase. Just really get into those. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're great fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love it, mate. It's beautiful. Nice. Oh man, but yeah, yeah. Tell me about what you've been doing, bro. Because like you know, like we were saying earlier, I didn't want to get in too much of the conversation. But you know, you do fucking you do your acting. You know, you've been in lots of stuff as well. And, you know, a few little bits here and there. You started moving on to the music. You started moving on to other things. Like, what, tell me what you got going on. What's your big What's your big project think, right now? <clears throat> I think more so at the moment. I don't know. We were chatting earlier. It's, it, the music, more than anything, I, I've done since I was young, man. Like, I've done, I, I did a music production course when I was mm. about 18. And um, it's just, you're looking at the levels, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was Are just you concerned looking. about my levels? Well, I don't, I don't know. I was just looking because it looks like one is like a line. Your yeah, yours is actually monitoring your levels, whereas mine's recording them. You can see mine are moving. See, this is what happens when someone who actually knows something about yeah. sound. But you can see involved. my sound is moving. Yes. Yeah. So it's all fine. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm just I'm just looking. More but of that. I am listening. More of that later. <laughs> looking but listening. Um, <laughs> what we're we talking about? Yeah, I've done I've done it for a while, but it's one of them things. It's like. <clears throat> You know, for argument's sake, I met a guy the other night, right? And um, he's this young lad and he was from up north and we, we just started chatting in this bar and he goes, I'm a MMA fighter. I yeah. said, Mint, great. He's, he's like, yeah, and he lit up a fag. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> right, so you smoke? He was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like chatting shit about being a fighter. And he's like, and it got to the point where he's talking to these dudes and he was like, fucking Conor McGregor, I'd knock him out. And I'm like, <laughs> mate, stop talking shit. You know, and, you know, to my point, it's like, I've talked about writing music for years and I've never actually given it the time it deserves. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And that, it takes time, man. Yeah. Anything you want to do, it really takes time. You can't just dabble in something. You might just dabble in it. Something might come of it. You know what I mean? So I made a conscious decision to book some time out of work and invest in more equipment, as you can see around you. Mm these guys might not be able to see but I buy an instrument a week now uh, well I say that I did for like three weeks and then I stopped spending money because I started running it's out what, mate, yeah, the, the instrument game is is is, is good in it <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of like stuff I've got, in it, I've got a 1920s horn that my granddad used in the in the second world war <clears throat> and that was like the starting point but just picking stuff up and investing in that idea that I've mm. got I'm surrounded by instruments and I can use them I can sample them and as you know, obviously, I write with Dan as well. Yeah, and yeah. That's that's another thing is like, you know, I was fortunate enough. I moved in here and Dan was downstairs. Mm. He was a friend of... Um, Ross Kemp. He's been, you know, he's been a bat. Dan Wellard. <laughs> <laughs> he's Wellard, to be fair. He's well... He's well no, he's well, well um, But, you know, being surrounded by musicians, especially in this area of London, and going, yeah, they, they invest real time in what they're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's that at the moment, man. Yeah, yeah, that's well cool, man. I mean, you're totally right about you know investing time, like because there there is bare people. I mean, I'm I'm the worst for it sometimes. It's like you know you do really like something, but you don't really put everything into it sometimes, you know. And that is that is the only way to get good at shit, kids. If you're listening, like if you you want to be good at something, you just got to fucking just do it over and over again. I, like I want to laugh, touch, I feel but like it's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can people see that? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end up. What's that? What's that? Have you heard that thing? It's called like fucking. 
It's called like Footpedia or something, and it's like yeah, basically yeah. where it's like every famous person's feet on the right. internet. Yeah, yeah. And they get like a rating yeah. at the end <laughs> out of all the. I did not know the foot fetish community. Yeah, mine have been so minuses, mate. My feet are fucking horrible. Get, mate, you should. I mean, this one. <laughs> this one is the out. worst <laughs> offender. I would never get my foot out on camera. <laughs> There's certain things I would never show on camera. My foot is one of them. Yeah. Especially my middle toe. My middle toe is. But, <laughs> like, I don't, I've had like a fungal infection since I was like 14. Oh, same, mate, yeah. Same. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes! Fucking sick. Apparently, you're not supposed to wear socks when you've got that though. Bro, but then what are you supposed to do? Just wear bare feet. That's the what, thing. All the time? Yeah, yeah, in the house. You're not supposed oh, to wear Oh, yeah, I do yeah. that in the house. Yeah. Not I mean, all the time, but. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. like house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to be bare feet yeah. all the fucking yeah. time, like no matter where you're going to I reckon if I did have bare feet all the time, if we were living in them sort of days where you were just tromping around in your bare feet, then you. Oh, mate, can you imagine that? Back in the day. I'd love that, just, man. We just had no shoes. I dream of days like that where. I'd love like, that until Walking on grass with your bare feet and shit. Yeah, until you step on a stone. Yeah. <laughs> or a syringe or something, or bit, a bit of glass, or a bit, of shit. <laughs> a bit of fucking shit, mate. It's hard enough getting shit on my Reeboks, let alone my yeah, toes, man. mate. Yeah, got my fungal infection to get a little worse. <laughs> I get some shit in there. What do you do well. for it? What do you treat it with? Well, uh, nothing. I just moan about it, um, and then <laughs> and then yeah. and then, my, and then my girlfriend's like, I, go to the doctor. Yeah, I've tried a lot, and I've, I actually went to the doctor, and then they gave you this medication, and it went, and then I got the second round of medication to do it again because it come back, and. A, read actually read up on the medication it's really fucking bad for your liver man is it yeah because yeah, they so do say that it. they're like yeah. don't don't drink at all because it'll fuck you up yeah no but it's generally just bad for your liver so like you won't have a fungal nail but you might die you might <laughs> a couple of weeks later so so make the most of not having it for them two weeks you know <laughs> it's like you can get your feet out but you are just fucked yeah. forever you're yeah. like in the corner on dialysis <laughs> like everyone's like but his toes look fucking amazing though like he's got really nice feet <laughs> be on your headstone. He's got two yeah. weeks left, but yeah. his his toenail is not infected anymore, so <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah, man. No, I've literally had it for ages because I used to do karate and just like <laughs> I don't know, my feet, your your feet just get fucked. Like the amount of times my toes or like toenails, shit like that, were just mm. fucked up. I'm trying to work out when mine started, and I I don't know, man. I've, I've no idea how it came and why it's just that toe as well. Why there's no other toes. It grows for like years, apparently. It just keeps yeah. going. But apparently yeah. it's not the toe. Apparently it's like, if you can get, basically like you have the fungus in you and that's that's not meant to sound it's as candida, inspirational. It? It's called Candida. Is it? What, what is it? Candida. Candida. That's what yeah, it's, it's um, <clears throat> It's the most common fungus. Everyone's got a certain amount of Candida in their body. like, And it's got to do with these, um, you can take... Um, what they call a nice certain type of medication you can take and it's, it's you know like you can have like stuff that's good for your gut what's yeah, it called yeah, probiotics and oh. shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I just went for the brand <laughs> yeah, what's, what's a really basic yogurt <laughs> I was like I was like oh mullet <laughs> mullet through you painfully the tubes yeah Um, it's got to do with that it's got to do with them levels man oh, fuck. sugars mine must wine. be fucked then yeah oh shit I want to lay yeah. off that then it's going to make my foot even worse yeah yeah just <laughs> he says it's still good though. <laughs> like, still um, tastes nice. You spoke about karate, and I'm I've been curious about your karate days because Dan's told me about, it and he showed me a couple of videos. Oh, mate, they, this I don't feel I've ever talked about the karate days on here. Okay. Well, I had so, I had I had um my mate Darren on the podcast. He's like fucking like I used to train with him all the time, um from when I was like fourteen. Uh, but he's like fucking mental. Just like does crazy sessions just all the time. Okay, really, really good 
not only like because in karate there's like lots of different elements to it this is like the type that i did was called kyukshin which is like it's, it's just legs in it no not really it's kind of like so all of them are a bit different so like like some of them like don't really focus on fighting things like that mm. the one that i did is like there's real focus on like fighting and the fighting is like you literally just you, you just whoever's really strongest a lot of the time is the person that wins kind of thing there's no grappling no there's no grappling there's no face punches and there's no like joint stuff so you don't like you can only hit you can hit legs you can hit like face with kicks and stuff like that um but it's like but it's meant to be like bare knuckles so you're not really supposed to okay. wear like pads and stuff and then in like the proper tournaments you don't wear shin pads either so you just you literally just have like a box on is that when they kick kicking what's that film where they kick in the tree stump yeah it'll be shit like that like yeah. that in like in like old school japan days and stuff they just go out and just punch trees and shit just yeah, to yeah, get yeah. like really hard knuckles you still do it so i'm i follow usc and i watch yeah. uh, a fighter leo leo tomachita mm. And he's doing this thing where it's just like extensions, mm. but you're just hitting a block of wood. Yeah, it's a Makawara. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 right. Makawara. So, we, yeah, so them ones, it's meant to be like, one, to make your knuckles stronger, but also like, because obviously when you punch shit, you're meant to just hit these two knuckles here. That's the only, like, if you hit with these, you end up busting your I hands. You always stuff hit with like these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, literally, all you need, if you ever want to hit someone, <laughs> you just hit them with these there, because like, Some a lot advice. of times people go like that, and then they like catch this bit. And that yeah. bit just breaks like that's that's like super easy to break. This bit, okay. Same as when you like the, all the time when you're training, you do push-ups. You always do push-ups on them, so you just do push-ups and you knock okay. like that. But I started, um, I think when I was like seven or something. Guys had like loads of energy and stuff, and my uncle's friend he did that style, um, and then he was like, "Oh, you should bring him down a club. Like it's really good for like kids to like go do that stuff." So I did that, started doing that, and I did it at like the Crawley Club, obviously. And uh, I didn't shout like. Shout out to Crawley. Yeah, shout out to Crawley. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, Crawley Luxury. <laughs> um, but they, um, so the guy who taught was this guy called Hanshi Steve Arnell, right? And basically, his name is Steve Arnell, but his title is like Hanshi, which is like the top, it's like the top guy, but I didn't know that at the time. So I'm like seven. Okay. I'm just like, oh yeah, this dude's just like some dude, you know, got a sick just name. some old guy. Like, but he's like South African, a fucking like, you like know. proper interesting dude. Like, he needs a book and shit. Cause he like moved from South Africa to Japan, trained under um, Oyama, who's the person who founded the oh, style. So, and so okay. he's like the legit guy. He's like the head of the IFK and stuff. Um, I don't know if he is anymore. I know there's been some changes and stuff, but he um he's like quite old now. But he only realized when you went to tournaments and stuff, and everyone would be like, "Fuck, that's Hanchi." Oh, oh shit, really? Yeah, that's Hanchi. Like, that's and it. I'm like, oh, that's my teacher. Like that's that's not my teacher. So, and he was so sick. Like he was really really good. So I did that, and then kind of started getting proper into it when I was like 14. Because then you start fighting, mm. you start going to tournaments, start getting with girls at the tournaments. Okay, that's what I really like. <laughs> I, 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 like true, obviously, I I love fighting. I love karate and all the things like that. But as soon as I went to like a tournament and there was like girls there, I was like, oh my god, like this is sick. Like this yeah, is yeah. so. I was like, because uh, I because I fought for like the England team. I fought for the GB team okay. like a few times and Legit. stuff in world tournaments and things like that. And it was really good, especially because when you're 16, you go into like full contact fighting. So like the stuff that Dan might have shown you. And uh, well, the stuff that Dan showed me, that's why I said, is it just kicking? Is it seemed like you were 
sort of yeah pulling out, but you were both just kicking each other yeah because it almost was like when i was a kid at school and i put my arms we'd put our arms inside our tops and then just have a go at each other did you ever do that in school no but that sounds super fun (laughs) we'll have a go later (laughs) we'll finish this bottle of wine you might you might win though (laughs) but like so yeah but the mate when you're like fighting obviously you want to like kick the legs out because you want them to like be like fucking i can't move my legs kind of Mm. thing like you want them to be like that so um but yeah, I started doing that when I was like 16. Was like really into it. Like really, really liked it. And I kind of turned like 18, 19. And it was like lots of my friends were like, you know, going off and doing stuff and that. And I was just kind of like working like a really shit job. Would like teach the kids and then train and stuff like that. And then I got shingles. I got like shingles when yeah, I was yeah. like 18. I had it a couple of years ago, actually. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was so shit. Because like I just had this rash come off my neck and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I remember, like, a week, a week before I got it, I was at a festival, and I put this random girl on my shoulders, and I was like, well, I got herpes on my neck. Oh, you like, got it off her, yeah. I was like, oh, no. So I went... I got herpes on my neck. Yeah, I was like, I was like, can you <laughs> even herpes. do that? I've got neck herpes. i got, like, shoulder herpes. And then went to a pharmacy. They gave me, like, herpes cream. I put it on it, and it just burnt it. And I was like, ow, that really hurt. Went to another doctor, and he was like, you got fucking shingles, man. Right, yeah. They were like, your immune system they is They can be serious, though, man. Like, yeah, if you don't look so, after them. Yeah, so then what happened was, because I had that, it was like, uh, like, if you've had it before, you know, it does it in, like, sections. Right. So, like, I had it in, like, this section, because I was worried, because I had, like, a thing on my neck. I was like, it's going to go on my face, like, on my fucking yeah. dick or whatever, you know, <laughs> like a guy would think. <laughs> and the guy was just like, no, it's like this, this area. But then what happened was, I had all nerve damage, like, up here. And then like from I, the shingles yeah now i was like because i was training as well and like you know you're getting hit all the time and i was in a tournament i di- i didn't do very well in a tournament someone that i beat up in like the previous one last year kicked the shit out of me <laughs> the next year and i was just like i was just a bit disheartened with it and then obviously everything else going on and i was like i kind of want to go do something because there's not much money in it so you kind of have to like you That's know that goes back to what we're saying about exactly you know all yeah. the sort of stuff that you're doing yeah yeah, yeah i mean I, I i'd liken that to when i was doing rugby and all my cousins my family's massive on their rugby mm. and i was playing rugby until i was about a similar age yeah. and then i got to a point where these dudes are running at me and i'm like and I don't think I'm. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I'm into this, this anymore. Because yeah, because I, I I really like the fitness. I loved being fit and I loved being strong. Like I really liked being at school and you would do like the bleat test. Yeah. And I would smash the bleat okay. test like it was no I problem. Used to hate that bleat test. Yeah, man. but everyone would look at me like, what the fuck? Like, how? and it was just because I was training like all the time. Like my cardio was like super good. But then it was just like the being in tournaments and like the fucking all that shit. And like people love that. Like, and I, you do love it. Like when you fight, even when you get fucking beat the fuck up. I remember I had one tournament. They used to do these ones when you were cadets because there were so many cadets. Mm. Cadets is 16 to 18. And you would um, you would basically do like a round robin. So you would fight everyone in the in your category. Um, and if you won, you got three points. If you drew, you got two. If you like lost, you got one point or whatever. And okay. they do it like that. And it was like eight people. So I had like eight fights. Like it was only three minutes um, per one. I don't know if they did like two. How do you win a How do you win a fight? So you do it on like um, there's four refs. So there's one on each corner, and then there's another ref who's kind of 
But he's like the ref and also the tells you what to do kind of thing. He's the ref. He's also the guy that you fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go punch him. No, we have you have some four on the sides and then one in the middle. Um, and then basically, if if no one scores points, so the way you score a point is, um, if you hit someone. They go down, but they're not down more than like eight seconds or something like that. And they get up and they're ready to go. You get a point. So okay. You get like one point. You get two of those points. Um, they're called a, a Wazari is one point. If you get two Wazaris, you get Ifbom, which means you win. You got like, you okay. won that. Or say if I, fuck, if you boot someone in the head, you knock them the fuck out, you get Ifbom, you win. So that's, well, that's have you ever have you ever knocked anyone out? Uh, not like knocked out, knocked out, but I've hit some people quite hard where they've gone like like, like TK. They fall on the ground and, and they're like that kind mm. of thing. Um, I've not been knocked out either, but I've. I don't know been if we do this thing later where we took out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we'll get we we'll get in the garden and have a blast. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, but I've been it in the head and gone like. Yeah, man. And gone, oh fuck, that's not good. Like. I did. Um, well, just before lockdown for about six months, I started doing jujitsu. Yeah. And like you were saying, it's not about the winning. Like for me, it was, I come away and I had bruises and mm. cuts and I was covered in sweat. Not just my sweat, like other people's sweat. Yeah. But I felt fucking mint. Feels felt good. felt really good because you'd done something. Like you just completely exert yourself, not just physically, but mentally as well. And you, mm. you're chatting to the dude while you're wrestling with him. Mm. And some girls there as well. Like there was mm. this girl that, you know, maybe my, my second session. And she just looked at me with this wry smile and she fucking knew I was a newbie and she absolutely floored me. Right, yeah. The girls will fuck you yeah. up. Like, yeah. especially like, g- like good girl fighters as well. Because I've seen it at like, you know, you used to go to like lots of squad trainers or like Saturday trainers, things like that. And you do get some guys that are like, all oh, the fucking girls, but they'll fucking boot you. Like, you'll be there like, fuck me, bro. Like, where'd yeah. you come from? Kind of thing. You've got better flexibility, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Yeah, but jujitsu is cool. I've never tried... I've done, like, taster classes. Like, when we used to do, like, <clears throat> these camps and stuff. Mm. You'd be there for, like, four days. And you just, like, train, like, every day. And you do, like... Sometimes you get people from different countries come down. And we got this jujitsu jujitsu guy down one time. And he took like this mad session. It, it was really, really good. Sick. Um, but it is such a nice feeling, um, you know, that being like fucking dead out knackered. Yeah, man. Or like from, the, yeah, from that tournament, we did like eight fight. Like I was fucking bad. Like you can't walk. Like everyone at the yeah. party on the last day is like hobbling and shit. But you feel so great because you're just even if you didn't do well, it's some there's something to being beaten the fuck up out of. The it's makes humbling, you feel isn't it? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's humbling, and it also takes you out of like, you know, a lot of bullshit. Like you're not thinking of like anything else. You're just thinking of like fucking focusing on what you're doing. And what you're exactly. Doing, yeah, 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 yeah. It quiets everything down, which I think is why a lot of people do. You know, they do do fighting sports and things like that. Yeah, definitely. It does do that. Definitely. Yeah, you yeah. pass me that wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm gonna fucking... Oh, all my vaccine. <laughs> oh, bloody <laughs> Tell <laughs> us about <laughs> it. I had a dead arm for two days. <laughs> I to- oh, yeah. I to- did I tell you some kiddie passed out? What, while you were there? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know that bit at the end where they, like, wait for 15 minutes? Yeah. Did you put a timer on yours? <laughs> well, like, yeah. They, did, they didn't do a timer, but they just told you. And I was just like, fuck that. I just left. I was like, yeah. I'm good. Like, See, I'm stuff right. like that where they put the timer on. I'm like... Mm. I don't know. I feel it's like, like really? I just want to rebel against this fucking. Yeah, yeah. Whenever someone's like, to be here, I'm all right. <laughs> but um, this guy, like, he looks so pale, and he just kind of got up and was like, "Oh fuck, I can't do it. Too good. 
to the like oh. the woman, and then I was like being the nosy fuck I am, like, oh. <laughs> and I just saw him <laughs> go through the door and just fucking form the floor. I was like, oh ah. man, that's just needles, oh mate. I didn't feel the injection at all. Yeah, well, some people like my housemate PJ. He's been on the podcast as well. He doesn't fuck with needles. At right, all. Yeah. he's like big guy. Just as seeing well, him, and he's like, fuck. I that. made the mistake of watching her do the thing, and I'm like, why am I watching her do yeah, it? Yeah, no. Nah. But she got my arm and um, did the thing. It was super fucking quick, and I, I literally didn't feel it when it was in. Mm. So yeah, it's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're really good at it, they just do it, don't they? <laughs> and yeah. they're just like, and yeah, they're all good. I got a little bit worried when they started. Um, you know, you could sign up to be the person who fucking gives vaccines, right? Oh um, yeah. I'm like, hang on a minute, some random. Yeah, <laughs> is that all right? They want to get all like. They, do you know what they should have done? It's got everyone who's like, like recovering from like heroin and things like that. Yeah, because they're really good at they're it. They're great at it. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a job. Yeah. NHS, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, they must have the connection. <laughs> just all the key magic. Some proper stagger. Gets you, just puts the belt around your arm. And he's Dude. like, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Give, <laughs> he's like, give you fucking toe. Open up a bit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find a vein. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know which, what the quickest vein is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to go to go back to you, I was just talking about me. Okay. For, for yeah, I was going to say. You know, because I, you know, I, I love that. I mean, it's, it's my <laughs> I love, it's I love my talking about I was, me. I'm not yeah. old. <laughs> I'm talking about what? what? Uh, no, but I was going to ask you, when did you start acting? Because you were saying to me you was doing commercial stuff, things yeah, like yeah. that. I've seen a clip of you on fucking Doctor Who. Okay, uh, you watched that, one yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's weird, actually. So, um, I actually saw some on like it was on like TikTok or some shit. You know, it just it just suggests you like random bollocks and there was like this Doctor Who clip and there's like a bit where like someone is speaking. Yeah. Um and I was like, where do I know this like No way. No, I swear down. Okay. I swear down. And I was like, where have I heard and then basically so another time I saw Dan, we were talking about you. He said, Oh yeah, he was on like this Doctor Who episode and they showed me that and it was the same clip. Oh right, okay. And I was like, "Oh my days!" That's where, and that's where I heard it from. It was like I don't, I can't remember what it was. It was like the angels thing. Did it come under like worst scenes? No, it was like it was. It it was one. I don't know why it suggested me. I don't even like Doctor Who, but it came up as like it just said like the angels and then like an emoji or something. And I was like, "What?" You know, you just watch. They were a thing because I I only did two episodes of that, but they were a thing, man. I I've got a doll. It's not my face. It's like the because what happened to to my character he was a soldier and they were sent in there to investigate these um, statues that you know it's like it's the game statues it's like when you don't look at they move yeah 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 yeah, yeah, and um, there was a statue version of Angel Bob and yeah uh, yeah, I never I never purchased it but yeah it's um, it's out there yeah Um, but yeah I started acting when in high school actually I did um Bugsy Malone in high school. That was my first Bang. first job. And there was another kid for the role and I fucking hated him. He was, <laughs> honestly, I, he was just one of them kids in high school who, he was young, he was a good looking lad and he was just full of it. And I was just like... The worst. Yeah, the worst. And I was like, I'm going to have this role. And um, I told him and then I ended up doing, I don't know what it, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I ended up with the, with the job. We were supposed to share it. I was going to do three nights. He was going to do three nights and mm. then I just did six nights. And then... um. I got an agent in year... What's the last year of high school? 11, um, isn't it? Depends if you do sixth form or not. But no, it's I didn't year do sixth 11. form. So anyway, I got an agent in year 11 and I got a couple of little jobs. And then I went to college. I did performing arts at college. And um, 
yeah, just sort of little jobs yeah, yeah, little here and things, there. And it? I did the music production course in between that. And But I've always worked normal jobs as well, I think, um, which I'm pretty grateful for. I, it's a weird one because it's like, you know, I'm not working as an actor right now. You know what I mean? I'm not. Mm. And we were chatting before about what we do and you with the comedy and stuff yeah. like that. And it's it's a tricky one because obviously I'd love to have just excelled as an actor, mm. but I'm actually really grateful for where I am right now because, you know, I've had some real fallbacks. I've done some really good jobs, some really promising jobs, and I've had people pick me out for jobs, you know, mm. and, um, you know, and then just had years of almost silence, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's, it's humbling and it helps you realize that yeah. it's not all that and then you see kids that have done stuff since they were really young and not stopped and they're a fucking mess yeah they yeah. don't know what it's like you know and i think you've really got to realize that you know what it is to have these lows to know what the highs are like you know mm. what i mean mm. so yeah i'm grateful for that man that's that's my career in a nutshell but i, th- I think that's kind of that's kind of the best version of it though because like i do look at like you know, when you look at someone who's like a really, really famous actor that's like stupidly famous, obviously like really talented as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, like they can't live like a normal life though. Nah, like you man. can't be like if you can if you can go to the shop and just everyone in the shop is like, oh, you were that guy in that f- like fucking yeah. hell. Like it must be really annoying. There's a really famous quote by Jim Carrey, and it's I don't know exactly the quote, but it, it's along the lines of, "I wish everyone could have." the fame and money that I have to know, you know, it is not all that because mm. he wants to pull the, and I'm thinking, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a li- bet, yeah, <laughs> let's all go. Yeah, I'll see yeah, I like yeah. it. I mean, the yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it becomes less about that as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he was saying, it becomes more about finding enjoyment in what you do. And, yeah. you know, like I was saying to you earlier about, I write this stuff with Tom, mm. who yet to meet. Um, and you find, actually, the stuff I'm writing about is my life for the past four or five years if not more in fact maybe even eight years and wow yeah i've got some really good material Mm. yeah i think it's that's what it's about you know what i mean And i found enjoyment in that yeah yeah man that's perfect though like that is that is literally exactly what you want is like you want to be able to enjoy it like that's the whole point of like you want to be able to be having fun with the thing that you're doing yeah because like you know you never know as well like at one point, like, that bit of fun might be the only thing that's, like, you're missing at some point. You know what I mean? Lots of people do say that, especially, like, famous comedians and stuff. They always go, like, yeah, I love doing it. And then eventually it does become, like, your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it loses it. It's, it's hard to do from both sides. And it's hard to justify doing something just because, like, again, with the music, you know, I'm booking time out of work to do it. And I'm not making money when I do that. Mm. And actually I get to the end of the week that I took off and I go, shit, I've got no fucking money. I need to go back (laughs) and work and then I'm back slugging away just so I can afford time off to Mm. write music. But you know, it's, it's part of it, isn't it? That that is what it is. And I think if you, if you've got this grand idea that, you know, you're going to get a job and that's going to be it, then you're destined for failure in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, I see a lot of, you know, actor kids, around london and stuff mm. <laughs> and like okay. loads of them yeah, you yeah. are kind of like fuck me bro <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like give it a rest for like yeah, two yeah. minutes man yeah. like you know obviously it's like a famous like drama school kid thing <laughs> like yeah but it is it is like that sometimes we used to call them twirlies in 
<coughs> twirlies in college. Because <laughs> there's always someone with a guitar in the fucking oh, <laughs> in the canteen singing tunes. Oh, I used to get the girls in college though, man. The girl, yeah. Yeah, but where are they now? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Teaching. Oh, literally. Yeah. I was I was saying to um my girlfriend the other day actually was us talking about like people who literally peaked in like secondary school. Yeah, yeah. Like these people that like <laughs> they reached like such a height. Like there was this, that mate. There was this. I I'm not gonna name any names, but there was like this group of girls in in my school. Like I don't think they listened to this at all. Um, but like you know they were like the top of the top at school like everyone rated them you know they got tits in like year seven like <laughs> they sm- they was a thing in school man wasn't it you know what it's i mean like, like when they're in like year nine you know their 28 year old boyfriend picks them up from school yeah, you know yeah. stuff they're living life right yeah, and everyone's like damn I, you know look at look, you'd never be enough to you speak to them now and you're like fuck me like what did you do with all that potential <laughs> like you yeah, just yeah. threw it well, away it's, it's the same with the guys as well and um actually I bumped into a guy who was the cock of my school. Like, he was, like, mm. the dude, you know what I mean? And you didn't mess with him, and yeah. his brothers were all hard. And I bumped into him in a fucking SO petrol station in, in Salford. <laughs> and he was like, Atkins, <laughs> what's going on? What, what are you up was to? Was he sat outside? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was just, he was just <laughs> walking through the petrol station while I was yeah. filling my fucking car with yeah. petrol. Yeah, mate, just fucking... And it's just like... Wow. Like, what happened, man? But that, we were saying, like, my girlfriend was saying, like, at school, if if you're that top person that's, like, you know, no one fucks with you or, like, everyone rates you or, like, you're popular because you're, like, the most attractive person, you don't develop any skills. So then yeah. later, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you become, like, an adult, you know, you go out into the world and everyone goes, well, you're not the good-looking person in school anymore. I mean, it's like the parents that treat their kids like superstars and then they grow up and they're just spoiled little shits. It's like the same sort of thing. I can't, yeah. I can't fucking stand this shit. <laughs> it gets my fucking, like, go up, that shit. But then you see them later, like, I don't I, like The thing is, I always think as well, there's, like, I'm not saying I'm, like, Oh, I'm I'm out of society, like all of these things. But you get these people that are just so like you know run of the mill, like straight straight laced kind straight of people, lace, yeah. sort of thing. Okay. But you know them from school, and you kind of go back home, and you're just like, fuck, like how are you kind of living like this? You know what I mean? And it's not that like I don't shit on anyone for the way they live or anything. I'm like, if you're happy, like you're happy, that's cool with me. But sometimes I'm like, if I was in your shoes for like a day. I would be done. <laughs> like, like I could <laughs> not last. Like, two, I'm not saying my life is overly interesting. No, <laughs> but like, well, you're pursuing me. something that you love doing as well. You know. Yeah, exactly. I think there's an element of like conforming to like the you know mm-hmm. the bookworms and stuff at school, but it comes comes out of school and it's the, you know, it's the idea that you conform to a certain lifestyle. You know, you conform to the fact that first of all, yeah, you get the grades. So if you don't get the grades necessarily, you still you know you hunt for that job, you hunt mm-hmm. for the security. And like we were saying about. You know, um, Karen and who works at M and S with yeah, a short yeah, bob yeah. haircut, yeah, and she's yeah. got a pension plan and stuff. And I'm like, that's great, man. Mm. But that's a certain thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm pursuing something else, so I'll I'll take the sacrifice with that. You know, mm. I'll I'll sacrifice the security, I'll sacrifice the pension plan because I'm doing something a little bit more interesting. It's always that thing that someone goes, "Ooh, right." So what's going on with you know? Yeah. It's like it's not like if I was to tell you that I'm a manager now at M and S and I've been there for 15 yeah. years and shout out to M and S. I shop there. I love it. Yeah. And I think the people that work there are lovely. But you know, it's like 
you'd be like, oh, sweet, you work at M&S. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do get what you mean because it's just like, it's just one of them things where you're just like, because I feel like, the, again, like, like people that do work, like the normal job, they go in, they clock in, they clock out, they go home, they watch Friends or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like They're, they're that's great. Cool, man. That's, you know, that's as, you as long as that makes you happy. But then not everything is for everyone. And the only thing that I don't rate is like, you know, you get people that work in these places and then they kind of look at you doing something different and they're kind of like, it's kind of stupid. You know what well, I mean? But, but it boils down there. to finance as well, which I hate, you know. And, mm. you know, it's fair play to my dad. He's sort of co- come on leaps and bounds in regards to like, his understanding of stuff because since an early age and in fact to be fair I sort of approached that wrong because he's had drilled in me this sort of work ethic since since young man and I'm, mm. I'm really appreciative of it because actually I'd done I'd do like a sick acting job mm. and then the next day I'd be going I'd be cleaning train chassis and mm. like I'd be getting up at six and going out to crew and doing this job like yeah. and you know all the old boys would like slap me in the back of the head and be like hey up superstar and shit like that yeah. but actually he's he's ingrained in me like a, a work ethic that's really fucking valuable you know yeah. what i mean but but he he still is that sort of person and not just him but like people like that who you know it's it's about security it's about having something mm. substantial that you can rely on to pay the bills and potentially get a house and you know, my younger brother's buying a house. I can't afford to buy a house right now. Yeah, I'm cool with that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like because I know that I'm taking risks. I've, I want to do certain things, and I know that if if I decide in a year's time that I'll, you know what, actually I want to buy a house. So, you know, I'm just gonna knuckle down. I'm gonna sell all this shit, mm. and I'm just gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. You can do that. Exactly. I can, but I can do that whenever I want. I guess mm. there's no real time limit on that. And I think we do we do sort of give in to the idea that oh right, and I, I think. You know, fair play, like women have do have a body clock and if you do want kids then they, they really have you know, they've got that sort of time where they're gonna go, Well it's gotta happen now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And if you're fortunate enough for it to sort of go a little bit further then you know, you've got a little bit more time. But you know, men it's different. Yeah, so, men can yeah, quite fortunate in that sense, yeah. I guess. Yeah, definitely. Well it's kinda the re- really similar with me and my brother because my my old me and my older brother are like totally different okay. from each other just in terms of good, like good looking lad, everything you're well <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say i'm the good looking one but yeah uh, i mean i've still got my hair kind of uh, <laughs> like, nah. is he balding yeah. yeah yeah he's bald as fuck he's been like bald, he's been like bald since he was like 14 but to be fair he was like shaving his face when he was like nine years old right yeah so he's, he's kind of like you know yeah, advanced age kind of thing but like we're totally different you know in that just the things we like, the things we do, everything like it's almost like opposite. But he he's got a flat now and like all this like bought his own flat, you know, works with my dad at like the shop and stuff like that. And then, you know, it's kind of same with my dad. It's like because I, I was I was talking about this the other day as well. Actually, it was like when I was kind of younger. I did have lots of things where I was kind of like, because there was a point I wanted to do like acting or something like that. And I was like, well, you still do potentially. Well, potentially. Yeah. But it was like, it was like any any, um, cast of directors watching this. This is Josh's good side. If you want the face for the vaccine, this is it. All right. Look how healthy I look. Apparently he's got really good arms (laughs) for it. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, they had to put a new needle in because it bent. It just it was really, like yeah. fuck. It was like I oh, jokes about that. It was I told, like, oh my god! I told my friends that they had to do a run up and get it. In, you know, when I was like <laughs> Superman. Superman. That actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that no, actually happened to you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so yeah, and it's like 
I was like, oh, I kind of want to be like an actor or whatever. And my dad would just be like, yeah, but you kind of need like, you know, like an actual job that will work is like kind of not like that though. And I'll just kind of be like, oh yeah, like true. Or I remember when I was at school as well, I would like, um, I remember I did like a writing thing in like year eight. We had to do like some assignment thing or year eight or year seven. And we had to do like an, an essay no, I wouldn't say it was like an article review of Shrek, the film. <laughs> and like I wrote like a comprehensive review about Shrek being like satire. I would love to and read And like this. literally like wrote like a really good thing. Okay. And the teacher at the end was like, at the end of the lesson when we handed it in and all this stuff was like, can I speak to you at the end? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So everyone left and I went there and she was like, who wrote this for you? And I was like, oh, no, like, I wrote it. She's like, no, 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 but, like, do you, like, does anyone help you with your homework? And I was kind of, you know, you're in, like, year eight. I was like, I don't know, like, my dad helps me with my maths, like, sometimes. And she goes, yeah, yeah, you can't get your parents to, like, help you write this and shit. And I would just be like, oh, I suppose I'm, like, not good then. And I will just, and then I, like, I lived with that for so ages. she took that as you actually had, but you didn't have help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you, yeah. She was kind of like, well, you can't have written it. So, like, that's not, like, that you obviously didn't write that. And then I was kind of there, like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm not going to... What was his teacher's name? I'm not going to try. I can't fucking remember now. My year Call eight teacher. Out and let know. Fucking, fucking ruined his life. I mean, yeah. But then, like, later, obviously, I can't remember, like, what it was. I'll just be writing some stuff or, like, things like that, or, like, comedy stuff, and people were like, oh, that's, you know, that's really funny. Or, like, you know, I wrote a script and, like, sent it to a few people. They were like, oh, this is, re- this is like, really good. And I was kind of there, like, do, do I have something with this or No. And it took—it literally took me fucking years to mm. even think like, oh, I could—I can kind of do that. Like, I don't need like a, you know, to do like a job, job. You, you also don't need other people's feedback to rely on, though, mate. Yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah, the something that's I really—I sh- struggle with, and yeah. I've only just come to terms with is that, you know, you just need to keep chipping away, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you see some of the shit that's on TV, on Netflix and stuff. And it's dire. Some of it is dire. <laughs> and you know for sure all that's happened is that person's gone in that room with enough conviction, whether yeah, it's yeah. the writer that's gone in there or it's the actor that's doing the part that you're like, what? They've just gone in there with yeah. enough conviction. Yeah. And it's the conviction, that, the sort of conviction that doesn't rely on other people believing in them. It's just that they really fucking believe in themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's a, there's a something in that, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, and that's a really good point. I really need to piss. Can I yeah, yeah, that? go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll, right. I'll keep the boat float while right. uh, there's plenty okay. of instruments if you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do what, a skit in what between. Could I, what could I play? Well, the 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 um the uh, zither, which is like the heart looking thing. Okay. Like you could do like a if you if you can do like a sort of um psychedelic I kind of I could try screen yeah. melt type thing. You know, you need to just brush your finger across it and that's like some sort of psychedelic type sound. Yeah, let's do it. And then you've got my granddad's bugle, which you really need to fucking toot like he, he used to he used to blow that well in the in the <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna blow it and there's like a Nazi genie's gonna come out or something? Well, something? Maybe. <laughs> I, I maybe I've not blown it hard enough. It's never <laughs> happened to me. Um I there's a there's a banjo sort of banjo type thing up there that I made and out of an old cigar box and then obviously you've got everything else you can see help yourself I'm going to go and piss I'll be back in a sec oh my god I'm worried I'm worried to I'm worried to pick it up let me get it that sounds awful doesn't it <laughs> what you might as well do if he's not it's, recording it's you can just edit me out of the video and just have before, like a conversation with no one when I did it with Rob 
my mate Rob that I talked about earlier, he um he come round. I did like literally like an hour and a half. Oh mate! And then I got to the end. The m- his mic wasn't switched on, mm. so it was just me talking for the entire thing. Did you air it still? Well, I j- I basically like because I did it on phone. I just did it with phone audio, so it was a bit wank. But it, it still happened. Still hear it. But it was well long. It still happens to like. I mean, I listened to. Do you listen to Adam Boxton podcast? Yeah, yeah, I used to just actually. Not as much now, but so it still happens to him. Yeah, like, yeah. and he's doing like he's interviewing. <laughs> Imagine you're interviewing like. <laughs> Really famous guy, <laughs> and then you've got to like text them the next name. But like, by the way, we kind of got to do that again. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> I just that's it. it you know, they do like, some of these, some of these guys, man. That I listen to, they do full podcasts and they just disappear into nowhere. And I think, wow, yeah, this must be. You know, you've got to remember this about us chatting now. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? because it is. Yeah, yeah, it is that. Yeah, yeah. And the twenty people that are on the other end. I mean, twenty is. <laughs> That's be fair. So it's couple, <laughs> no, it's, you get a few, no? Oh yeah, on, on you. I think I get more. You told me you got quite a lot. You yeah, told I mean, me this would be really good for my profile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, d- I get some on YouTube. I mean, there is. Uh, I don't know. There is some people that do watch it that are randoms apparently. So it's I mean, that's the one, man. To, which is cool. Um, shout out to fun. them guys. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Uh, uh, some random guy commented on one of the things, being like, "Love the podcast. Love from Argentina." Oh, I was great! Like, How did this? Ha- well, like, where? He probably he probably <laughs> so stopped his crawly to go to the airport. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was like, like "What's going on in this shit? What's <laughs> happening in this shit hole? <laughs> like, someone just threw something at me. Yeah. What happened? Like, it's on TripAdvisor in Crawley. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I need to do. I need to. I, I do need to penetrate the Crawley market. To be yeah, fair. man. I need to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. What were you like at school? That's what I was going to ask. That was ah, that's an interesting one. Um, I think for the first few years, I was quite just like a normal kid. I had a bigger brother, so yeah, I was lucky enough that, you know, he was a bit sort of tough. My older brother and he had a big group of mates, so no one really messed with me. But then, when you picked subjects, GCSEs are year nine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like the end of year nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked dance. And I was the first ever kid in my school to pick dance, and it was just hell. What, even out of the girls? Sorry, boy. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say I was like, wait, the first <laughs> yeah. ever kid in I, the whole of my area. I created the subject. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> the teacher was like, thank fuck, I've got yeah. I've been doing fuck all for years. Um, it was hell from them, man. It was. It was. Would um, people really give I'm you still shit? Look, I'm still looking at the thing. It's I fine. Think, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. It's because I'm a lot louder. Yeah, just it, talk it, a lot it was louder. tough. Yeah, it was tough because um, I got a bit, uh, got quite a bit, of, quite a bit of shit off people for it, you know. And obviously that was like post Billy Elliot as well. So literally, I was like Billy Elliot in school, man. And it was a, as much as like he was a really positive character to look at in, yeah. th- in regards to like films and stuff. You know, it was quite, it was, it was quite a negative thing in school. And yeah, I got in a couple of bust ups and. Um, I just didn't like school then. I, I felt yeah. I, there was also this element that I didn't quite like school anyway. As much as I was a bit of a normal kid prior to that, you know, I'd always had this idea that I was going to do something else. I was going to be creative. I'd always wanted to be an actor or just some, I don't know, something mm. not to do with that. You know what I mean? Like mm. not to do with just being a normal person. And I, I don't know why that was ingrained in me from an early age. But yeah, I did dance. I mean, it was just, the first time I realized it was bad is when I was in a class and there was all glass windows around and there was this kid and this one particular kid um, and he was doing all kinds of like pretend sort of ballet moves and stuff like that, you know that what I mean? Outside, and yeah. and I, w- 
stupidly went, you. And I was like, give him the sign that I was going to beat him up. And I'd never had a fight before, yeah? And I went outside and I was like, right, I'm going to scare this fucker. And I grabbed him and uh, he just started fucking hitting me. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Right, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, man, yeah, that was... That was um, that was an eye opener, but um, yeah, school from there, school from there for me wasn't wasn't brilliant. But then I, when I started doing the acting and I I did obviously um, Bugsy Malone, mm-hmm. I I got a little bit of respect from the other kids and stuff, and especially because it was American accent. People would come up to me and go, "Ah, oh, the American accent's really good." Yeah. And then you know it's you know yeah that that was school for me, man. That's you weren't expecting that one, were you? No, no, I wasn't. No, <laughs> I, I, I thought you were gonna say you went out and you just you just danced off. Oh mate, I just did. I just <laughs> school for me You're was like just mint. <laughs> Everything, yeah. Well fingered said. loads of birds behind the, the bins and stuff. Yeah, I still had normal girlfriends and stuff, and I still have really good friends that I, yeah, I'm yeah. now friends with from school, like still, and they're they're quality friends and stuff. Um, but it's just it's typical of the schools, you know it what I mean? Like typ- yeah, you can't blame these people. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't look at these people now and go they're dickheads as yeah. much as some of them actually are. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like unfortunate. It is, yeah, it is like that as well because you know it is like at the end of the day, it is it is just school. Like when you're at school, like you're such a fucking idiot. Like when I was at school, yeah. I was so dumb, and it was just like you know. It's like, like you say, you can't fault a kid for being like, oh, dance. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, well, what other opinion would you have formulated by that point? Yeah. You know, at least yeah. after like a few years off school, he'd probably be like, oh, actually, like, you know. Yeah. But it's, you know, the real shame was me is that I, I listened to that shit. Yeah. Because actually I probably could have got, I didn't get a good grade in dance. Yeah. Like I didn't take it seriously because I, I was doing it because I wanted to do it. But I was also trying to be cool. So I was like, well, I'm not going to take it seriously then. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, man. But, you know, it's all life experience. And I think, you know, fortunate enough to be where you are mm. now, you know what I mean? I'm like, all these experiences, all these, you know, what we consider to be negative experiences, like, they, you know, they brought me to where I am now. And I still, I was on the rugby team and, you know, I was okay at rugby. I wasn't mm. terrible. And all my family was a big rugby family and stuff. So, yeah, man, I still, I still had that side of stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's good though. But it, yeah, it is good that you can look back and think that. I can't even really. Whenever I think of school, I just draw like such a blank of school. I don't. I don't really know why. I think in secondary school, I was just. I was just fucking bored. <laughs> I just hated school like so much. It was just so dead. Like every so like maths, everything. I think the only thing I do remember is like because it stems into comedy stuff now. And when I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God, like that's so ridiculous. Like, when I went to school, my objective was, like, I'm going to be funny at school. Okay. So I would just go in and just, like, like, and I would sometimes come back and be like, didn't have a funny day today. Like, didn't really. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd bomb some days okay. at school. I'd, like, say things. So comedian from an early age. And I'd be like, fuck, like, what's going on? But then, like, but I think the only reason I developed that skill of trying to, like, make people laugh or, like, do things like that was because in middle school like i was a bit fat i was a bit of a chonker kid okay and people did try to like dig me for that but i would just like you need like that's what i'm saying about these people that are too good looking you're not doing your karate then yeah i was kind of doing karate but not as much when you're like a fat kid doing karate it's not as good as when you're people don't take you people are kind of like well what are you like what are you gonna i could still outrun you do you know what i mean like i remember i was working with my brother i was doing this job and this is like my dad's company he works he's like industrial cleaning and repainting and stuff and um 
he used to have me and my brother go to this place in Manchester early on a Saturday and we'd be clean, literally cleaning the shit off the underside of trains. Mm. And there's this guy there and he was in charge of it. And I got wind that he was like up there with the karate guys. Like yeah, he was yeah. a black belt. He'd won, he was like world champion at something, some yeah. element of karate, yeah. right? And me being a dickhead just went, go on then, give us a dig. And mate, he digged me and I nearly right. fell on the floor in my arm. <laughs> I nearly thought like my brother tells me this story now and it reminds me because I forgot about it but yeah it's um bro, don't f- mess with these guys man they, f- they fucking hit hard bro do you know do you know Dolph Lundgren no he's like basically do, do you know like Rocky 4 the one where mm. he fights the Russian guy see this is for me it's like I know Rocky and then when they start I don't I'm not a big fan of sequels basically. have you ever seen the Expendables there. I've seen the first one yeah there's like some tall blonde guy in it yeah, he's, he's the one that's the meme, isn't he? He's quite a, he's yeah, a meme. He's a dickhead, yeah. Something yeah. about... Oh, it's, it's, Fuck knows yeah. what he says in the Expendables. Yeah. I mean, it's a big piece of shit, but like, it's, okay. it's you know, like... But he, basically, he's like a Kyokushin guy, right? So he did Kyokushin. Oh, she's legit, yeah. Him. Yeah, I've trained with him before. So okay. he came to the club once um, when we were doing a Saturday training. He come down and trained with us and we were like, oh, no shit, yo. And he's fucking huge. Like, he's, yeah, he's tall, huge, eh? mate. But, but like big, like, like, cause he's like a heavyweight guy and all them guys, they ha- literally have like shovel hands. Shovel hands. Like yeah, their yeah. hands are like 10 times the size of your hands and you're like, fuck, like you look at, I always look at humans like legit, like different, like species of human through n- genetics. Like, cause there's people that are fucking, you, you see some people and you're like, bro, we're not the same. They've got like, big frames. Yeah, they're big frames. They like, put muscle on yeah, like nothing. Yeah. You know, their hands are big. Their face is bigger. And I'm there like, we're not the same. Like, I'm not built to be in the yeah, same funny, place yeah. you are, you know. But he, um, so he, when he was a Kukshin guy, because apparently he only got into acting. Please don't like say anything. But he was, he was Please like, don't say anything. Basically, he was like, <laughs> he was like a model or something. And he started shagging this like actress woman. And then she was like, do you want a, a role in an What's action movie? What's your source for this story? I, wanna... I heard it. He's an actor. And they gave, him, his bird. they gave him a role in this action film. And then, because he was like really famous in like the 80s, things like that, for them things. But he, um, where's he from? Uh, I think Sweden. I want to yeah, say Sweden because he's like blonde, blonde really tall, tall and shit. But he, um, so he fought in like the Shuqing tournament and he punched this dude like so hard apparently that his heart stopped. Like he hit him so hard in the chest that he hit him like, you know, when they do like the pads. <laughs> it was like that. And his heart like stopped and he went, oh, and just fell over. And apparently there's video of someone giving him like, did he come back, like, to come back to life? Restarting his heart like when he's like down. Because he hit him so hard because he's so fucking strong. Like Whoa. he's ridiculous, bro. But some of these people are like that. Like they're just big mm. people. There's this guy called Thomas who used to come in the club. I think he's Hungarian. Is, he, is his second name Ars? Uh, no, no, no. Thomas Summit. <laughs> I can't imagine. I this guy, Tom Ars. Tom Ars. Tom Ars <laughs> used to come in the club. And uh, no, but he, I can't remember if he was Hungarian or Bulgarian. I feel like he was Hungarian. But he came in one time. His English weren't great, but he's, he's such, a, such a nice dude and really big guy, like huge guy. And, um, he, he like bow hunts boars now in like okay. wherever he's from, like Hungary or something. And uh, and uh, he he came in once and he was like limping, and we were like, "Are you alright? Like you look like you fucking really hurt." And he's like, "He's like, oh, um, 
a horse horse and we were like you got kicked by a horse <laughs> and he was like yeah 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 okay okay horse <laughs> and we were like what and we got in and he was like we we're like show 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 we went in the change room and no lie his leg is like this purple and he's like yeah horse kick me and we were like you, you, oh, bro, bro bro have you been to the hospital he's like oh, I can walk <laughs> Whoa! What? I was like, if I had got kicked by a horse, I wouldn't have got up. That's like, a different mentality, you know. <laughs> so you knew Khabibis, right? The yeah, 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 yeah. It's like this. I don't know. It's don't know if it's like an Eastern European thing or what. It it's is. like <laughs> this kind of real, deeply rooted mentality. It's like they're just so fucking tough. They're built for it. I'm they're built you, for it. I know. I know so many people from Poland, and all of them can fight. All of them can fight and they mm. don't take shit and they're all tough. Like they like no exceptions. Right. Like they they're all tough. It's just like that Eastern European mentality. And mm. I fucking love them. I think they're fucking great. Every fucking Polish person I've I spoke about this on the very first podcast we did. Every Polish person I've ever worked with is like the hardest working fucking person yeah. that I've seen. Okay. And I always rate them. I'm just like, do it. And there's so many of them in like the karate kind of world. Because oh, okay. it's really popular in them. Like places like Russia, places like that, they're fucking. Nu- they're like the best fighters. Like if you fight someone that's Russian, you're like, yo, like they're fucking good. Like okay. they're really hench. But they're always like they always have natural strength and also just natural. Like I'm gonna go do this. Like they're mm. just like I've got a mission and they just fuck. Yeah, it's funny. You he, was a, he was a lad and he wasn't. He wasn't Eastern European. He was just a guy from school, not uh, from college. I think he was, but. You know, to certain guys when you were, I was in my teens and you just mm. sort of wrestle with your mates and stuff and he was just freakishly strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like yeah. one of them guys, he had a lot of ha- hair on his arms. Bro. <laughs> you know, the guy with a lot of hair on his arms is super strong. He's got man. fucking man strength. He <laughs> yeah. was like 14, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, mate. They were mad. There was these two Polish twins um, in my school and they, they, it was quite funny actually. So like, I did, obviously, I did Kyokushin Karate, and they moved to the school in, like, year seven, year eight. Dom and Dawid Oz got shout out. They're well, they're well sound. They're sick. They're Crawley boys as well. And they um, they moved to the school in that year, and I was wearing, like, a jacket from Karate, and it had, like, a symbol on it. And they were like, oh, you, you do Kyokushin? And then they came to the club. Worst thing I've ever done, introducing them to the club, because <laughs> they had just, like, like, Dom didn't really do it that much. He was way better at football. Uh, but that was just like like crazy good fighter like naturally and right. <laughs> I brought him to the club and he was just so strong. He'd be going in these tournaments just like just digging people, yeah, yeah. dropping them, and you're yeah. there like, what the? You know that's fuck? what I'm saying about the like, rugby as well, man. Certain guys just were just you got to an age where all right, you're built for it. I'm not, mm. I don't, I'm not gonna try and tackle you. Legit, yeah. like that, that, that. It is like I was saying. There's people that are legit different. I mean, I don't know what my you know, my kind of species of human is built for. You know, maybe it's talking no or uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's just being about, you know what I mean? Maybe just being like that guy that's just around. I kind of like that. I kind of like that as my side. The backup. You know what I mean? I'm just about, I'm there, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I do. I'm I've always, kind of I've thing. always, because I'm, I, I think more so because of my family being, all being very sporty and mm. I guess in some regards, you know, they're quite, um, like my cousin was quite uh, tough in school and my brother was a bit a bit tough in school and stuff and I always thought I'm that guy but I'm not man you know like yeah. I d- but I, you know I definitely run far I do a lot in the gym I like jujitsu and you know 
there might there might be a type of person who looks at me and goes, "Oh, he's strong," but mm. you know what I mean. I've sort of got to a point where I've gone, "Yeah, I'm I'm not necessarily that yeah. category of person." You, you know can what I mean? be, like you like ev- everyone can be tough, but there's people who live tough. Like there's people that mm. like are legit. That's why I don't cause beef with anyone Not worth it you never know you never know it's <laughs> like you never know that's i never rate these people that give shit when they're like in a club or in a bar because i'm just like dude you don't know like some guy because i've had it before where like you know some like um you know you're getting a bit of beef on like the road or like someone says something to you on like the tube or something like i've had shit like that before and I'm kind of there, like, you're lucky that I'm me and I'm not someone else. Because, yeah. like, there's some people that I know that will fucking, they don't give a shit. Like, they will knock you the fuck do you, out. Do you ever fantasize about what you do in a situation? Definitely. Yeah. I had it the other day. I went, um, I was going to Pirate Studios Sunday night. Um, and it was me and my girlfriend. And I come out of the car park where we live. And this woman, like, to be fair, she had, she had her kids with her in the car park. And they're near the car. And I drove around the corner. I took the corner a bit fast. But say, I took the corner here. They're, like, here. They're, like, up there. So I took the corner a bit fast. I come around. I slow down because I see the kids are there. And I go past them. This woman just, like, stares at me like this. And I was, like, the fuck? I was, and I said to her, I was, like, is she looking at me? Like, was she just staring me out then? And we get to the gate, and we have to, you have to, like, press this button for the Dude, gate. Cold to and stuff, yeah, and she, and she she walked around, and she's staring at me like that. And I pressed the window button. It's the back window, for starters. So I already <laughs> looked like a fucking idiot. So she said something, and I go, Doo! back window comes out. I'm like, what? <laughs> I press, I press one sec. I was like, "Hang a minute!" <laughs> I press the front window, and she was just saying shit to me, and I was like, "And I was like, yeah." And she was like, "Do you need to drive that fast when you're here?" She's like, "With her husband, her two kids," and I was like, "What?" I was like, "I what?" I was like, "What doing?" And she was like, just shouting, and then uh, like the gate opens, I'm kind of going, and um, she just said something else, and I was like, "Well, have you not?" You know, you've got your kids next to you. You're holding your kid's hand. You know, you're in a car park. You know, you, you're not going to say to the kids, Just get on around. with your day, man. Do you know? And also, yeah, Just I'm like... get on with your day. I was nowhere near you. Anyway. So anyway, and then the, the dad ain't said nothing. And then as I go to drive off, he goes, Shut up, you twat. What, Dan? Like that? No, the dad. The oh, dad, uh, The dad. <laughs> no, Dan went there. Dan went there. The dad of the kids. The dad of the kids went, Shut up, you twat. Like that as he walked off. And I... I was like, what are you going to fucking do about it? And they're already walking off. And the whole drive there, I was just telling my girlfriend, I could have fucking... Yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll tell him, if, I'll knock him yeah. out in front of his kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but, you know, what's interesting about that is like, so I've had someone break into my van here and nick all my oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, every year, yeah, my Fuck first year here. But there's certain things that have happened to me in the past few years and I'm like, I'm so fortunate that the outcome was what it was because mm. my one of my biggest concerns is not what... Um, you know, not well. There's a few things, right? What could I do to that person out of pure, just like, ah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or what that person do to me because they don't give a fuck. They might just stick a knife in me and just be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, people don't game give over. A shit. So you know, to be that person that just goes, mm-hmm. "All right, yeah," is the strongest person yeah, for me. Definitely. You know, like. Uh, but I do fantasize about these situations and I go, 
yeah and i do this you know like it's all when i was doing jujitsu for a little bit this this like it gives you this idea for me it's like i just feel more comfortable in my own skin and Mm -hmm. i feel like you know there are these moments where i go i feel comfortable also because i just feel like if i were to be attacked i could at least just put someone on the floor Mm. you know and that's that's really basic stuff you Mm. know and i had this like fucking road rage incident the other day down woolwich road and it was stupid because the road was narrowing and this guy was just not letting me in and i just thought what's the point you're like this thing in london i don't get and he's well you know like people Mm. just don't want to let you in it's like why so you don't you're not a car behind yeah i don't i don't get that shit fuck you yeah but anyway i cut in front of him and he followed me into the gym car park and pulled over and he went he was just giving it to me and i i I got out my van and i was like this it was almost like a a moment of like clarity for me because i got out of my car and i just said you know like what what is your problem and this guy was like threatening to take his seatbelt off or and then the next minute he was like well i'll call the police oh well i'll take my seatbelt off and i'll come out and and i was just like mate what are we doing yeah like what's the point what are we doing now like, like what's the I just, point i know i you know the, it ended quite quickly and it was just like mate I'll, you know get on your way man what's yeah, the point yeah, in this literally. shit like I think people have a point to prove, you know, like, and I I guess it's deeply rooted. It's got something to do with the fact that you feel like you need to be respected by people, you know, like, you you should, oh, don't talk to me like that because I'm this sort of person. But it's like, at the end of the day, someone comes to me in the street and said something to me. I just be like, sweet, because you're going to go that way and I'm going to go that way. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. And also that is kind of, that is the best way to deal with it in terms of like the situation anyway if someone is given a hundred percent and you go okay <laughs> like that you win straight away Mate, as soon as you as soon as you raise your voice you lose the the covid the covid ones are the worst so walking through the park or what i saw i was walking down the street with this girl the other day and um we were just walking down the path and we we're just enjoying our day and we we're like talking about stuff and having a really good time and all of a sudden i heard this voice out of nowhere and this woman had gone i'll walk in the road then and Fuck I, went, off. I went what she went well you were taking up all the path and i was just like all right you know like why Cause you- it, cause, yeah because it's like you you could easily interact and just be like what you can't say excuse me do you know what i mean like what's wrong with you kind of thing yeah. or you know but like it's just like bro you've already you've already blown you've already you've already, you've already gave, given 100%. You've already give everything yeah and, and you're like well what yeah. else you got yeah. <laughs> you know what there's nothing else <laughs> the worst word rage i've ever had okay like literally it was my last i used to work at this warehouse right it was like the worst job what, what were you doing in the warehouse fuck me so I, i've talked about this loads on i don't know if i've talked about it properly in here but Basically, the first job I had when I was there, it was when I left M&S, I went into this job. And the first job I had, I was moving oxygen tanks from like one crate to like another and I would scan them. For like hospitals and shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like for this company called Dolby Vivisol. And they basically just do like tanks and concentrates for people who can't breathe properly with this shit. People have like lung disease and stuff. So I would just move all them, scan them, put them on a spreadsheet, and then a forklift would pick them up. Too. I'd just do that all the time. And then I got promoted to the decon team. So what I would do is we'd get all these concentrates through that old people are just breathing on all day. It's basically this machine. It just breathes like all of them. And you would just clean that and then recircle them. And then Gross. And then you'd send them fucking so gross. And all these people used to, because they've already got lung diseases. like So they just smoke on the machine. 
So they'd have mm. like you know when they have like the tube in their nose. You see them outside. You see them outside the hospital in their in their gowns and stuff, and they've got an oxygen fucking tank next to them, and they're smoking. Yeah, but like the thing is, if they smoke, if they smoke it right, and then some of the ash comes out, or something like that, and it gets sucked into the machine, the machine blows up. It's really, oh, it's really, really yeah. dangerous because it's o- it's just oxygen. Like, so it, so it would just go. <laughs> it would just like there's like a tank inside. But anyway, so we'll clean those. And you'd get all these ones. Like, we had one where a mouse had got into it and, like, got oh, in the bottom. The and the mouse had died and, like, shat all in the bottom. Uh. And stuff like that. It was really, really bad. So, anyway, I I was going to uni just as, like, a way of getting out of that job, probably. Mm. What, and do you, what do you do at uni? I did events management, weirdly. Okay. Because I was like, oh, I kind of want to do that. It kind of does work out. I do want to do comedy nights or nights out. So, so it kind of works out. But... Um, I was just kind of at the time I was like anything to just get out of this fucking job so I got, like on my last day at the job I was so happy I did like a massive review and I just fucking sl- I don't even know if they used it but it felt so good just to get it all out I bigged up my supervisor I didn't get along with him at first shouts shouts out to John I don't know if he watches this I didn't get along no I got along with him at first then we hated each other and then by the end we really loved each other and he gave me like a book from like because he used to be a sound guy in the 90s for like acid rave things he was like the sound guy for Underworld and stuff. Okay. so he's the one who showed me Underworld he showed me like the two months off song it was fucking well good loved it and then so, so anyway um, he gave me like a book from the 80s on like events management it's so cool I still got it at home oh quality yeah sound guy and um, literally sound guy and, uh, <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> he uh, so anyway I like bigged him up because he was getting shit on in that company and I was like he deserves like way better job all this stuff so has I felt got, really has he got a better job now I don't know I don't know oh, what okay. he's doing now Carry but on. yeah I've only spoken to him a few times but anyway I left the job I was super positive I was in my car I was having a good like I was buzzing it was a sunny day I was driving home and this bike on a roundabout cut me on the inside on the roundabout as I'm going around, cuts me up in the middle and I was like, the fuck? And I just gave him like a like a thing. And like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you could have, because I, I literally didn't see him. He went like around, 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 like just to fuck with me kind of thing. And then the worst thing to do is swear at someone on a bike because they're on a bike mm. <laughs> and they will be able to chase you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he sees me do it, slows down, comes back while we're driving, <laughs> opens my car door. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I had my window open as well. I slammed the door. I was like, what the fuck? And he starts on the bike, reaching into the thing and like grabbing me while we're driving. And I was there like, the fuck do I get him off? And I'm like, oh shit, well, what do I do? So I like, Drove round like an industrial state. He chased me like all the way. Whoa. Followed me. Kept pulling up at lights. He's like banging on. He's like fucking my wing mirror up. And I'm in the car like I can't get out and do anything because he's he's got yeah, full yeah. leather kit on. He's got a helmet. Yeah, he's yeah. just going to headbutt me and I'm yeah. going to be fucked. So I got all the way and we got literally to the last turn into my like parents house. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Because if I stop and get out of the car and he just wants to fight, like he's just going to beat me up in the street. Mm. So anyway, I stop and just so I'm about to turn, I was like, I live down here. <laughs> I was like, I just said like, what are we going to do? Are we going to, you know, I was like, because I'm not, I'm not going to fight you if you've got the helmet on. Right. And he was like, well, you fucking win. He's like shouting at me. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, look, 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 like you cut me up. I was annoyed, all this 
and I was like, I, I don't, I don't want to have like beef with you, like for nothing. I was like, I've just left. I literally was like, I've just left my job, and I was like, I was having a really good day, and you cut me off, and I was like, I was feeling really confident, so I fucking wanker symbol to you. I was like, I didn't really mean it, like you, you yeah, did yeah. be a dick kind of thing. And he was like, "Well, if if I see you around again, you do something." Like, if I just, see you again, he was like, "Just, I was just like, just let you know that I'll, I'll, oh, you know, we're gonna have a problem." And I was like, "No worries, just let me get back oh, in." Mate, I was cool. like, "Fuck me!" But I was literally like, "Bro, if I get out, he's just gonna be like, this guy's got a helmet." He's yeah. Just gonna go, oh. Apparently, my brother's mate, right? He was a bit sort of known. Yeah, you know, you know, everyone, every area's got like a tough guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And our small area had a couple of tough guys, and he was one of them. And apparently, he's this geezer giving him some shit on a scooter, and he had a helmet on. Apparently, you fucking punched him with his helmet on and knocked him out. I don't know if this is like a Mate. this is like a tale in it. This is like one <laughs> that of them. That would be yeah, mad. But I, I yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a story that went around at the time. Imagine. Yeah, I just think about it sometimes, and I just imagine really I hurting my he hand. Definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> he he's a big guy. He's just one of the guys that we're talking about. He's yeah, yeah, built he's bigger than guy. everyone else. There was I lo- there was so many people like that where they're just like these nutters that you just don't fuck with. Yeah, there used to be these this this family in uh in Crawley. Um, I won't name any names, but like they, they, their surname was Weller. <laughs> yeah, Weller. Weller, the Wellers, right? No, but their, sur- their surname was Khan. And basically, like, any time you had beef with someone in school, like, especially like if it was like an Indian kid, you had to check, like, is their surname Khan? Because, like, there's some Khans around here that you can't fuck with. And they with, were the family, you know yeah. I mean? and, they, right. and they were just about, and they were just literally just, um, like, they would just fuck people up and stuff. I mean, I never had any problems with them, but I just heard stories that it's they were just funny, like, double-odd. Like, we were talking about up. school before, and they were, did you, I don't know if you had this at school, but we had it at school where you come out of school, and on one corner... They'd be the group of hard lads, yeah. and they'd be with the lads that have already left school or have dropped out of school, and they'd just be hanging around on the corner. Yeah. And most of the time, it's because someone was in for it. Mm. You know what I mean? Did yeah. you have that when you yeah, walked yeah. out of school? Well, we had ones where, like, it just got. I remember. Oh, I remember one time I come out of school and like there was like a big fight on, but I didn't realise. And I, left I didn't realise it I, was me. And I, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I walked out and there was just a big circle, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And I walked forward and basically like this kid had come from another school because he heard this one kid in our school was like really hard. And just he basically just wanted to come there and just be like, no, yeah. you're not. That shit happened, And they just man. had a massive fight. And the guy, the guy had to leave the school because it kind of fucked his rep up because everyone was scared of him in school. And then like he just got, he literally got his ass fucking handed to him by this kid. He left school. And he well, Yeah, and he left school and he's in prison now, I think the kid, bless him. But um, yeah, there was some, there was some great. There was two lads in our school. They both did MMA, and uh, I remember I turned the corner when I was in year eight, and the fight started in front of me, and I had a front row seat. Great, you know, and everyone just crowded. I yeah. was in the VIP section. I was at the front. Like, Amazing. Oh my god. Pay good money for that now. But they were like dodging. They were literally like, bow, bow, like oh, really? yeah. jabbing each other grappling bat, bat, all of this yeah, and yeah. i was there like this is fucking amazing bro <laughs> i can love that yeah carry on though sorry i don't know where i was oh you were saying these lads outside so no i was just uh, that was that was just the thing yeah that was just uh, them guys that were outside school and i used to used to look and everyone used to avoid them like the plague but mm. you know i don't sometimes think i think anyone could have been the hardest guy in school yeah i think anyone could be and i think if you went back to school now with the mindset you've got you'd just be like 
dump, dump, dump to these yeah. guys that would the people were scared of, and the guys that were waiting outside school used to be like, "What are you doing?" You know, like. Yeah. But I just think it's a different world, isn't it? And you're still learning, and you're you're afraid of things, yeah. and these guys have experienced a different life to you. And I think majority of the time, the the young lads that were like the tougher lads are probably because they've experienced a certain type of life. You know, like yeah. maybe their parents are a little bit like that, or they've just they've grown up in an area that is a little bit more like that you know and it's you know true. i was quite fortunate i had a really sort of nice upbringing you know i've got two nice brothers and my mom and dad looked after us and stuff like that so we didn't have a rough upbringing you know mm. what i mean it's yeah. so true yeah i mean it was, it was always them kids you know it would i always remember going to like you know um like because I, I i would kind of be friends with most people at school and especially in like primary school i remember the first time did you ever go to like a nutter kid's house ever I'm trying to think yeah i did we used to go so ugh, there's this guy from school right and he was he was like the smallest guy in school yeah but he knew everyone outside of school and stuff so everyone was terrified of him but he was my mate mm. so it was great um and we used to go to his house on lunch breaks and he put his strobe light on mm. we'd go and get our we'd go and get our egg fried rice from the chippy yeah. we'd go to his house put the fucking strobe light on and just play house music. <laughs> it was that, like ha- happy hardcore. So time. sick. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> yeah, but that was that was it. That was that was him. Um, shout out to Lee Bob. Doubt he doubt he would hear this podcast. If I'm honest. Yeah, bless him. <laughs> Big up. He might do. Big up. He'll be knocking on my door yeah, tomorrow. Fucking like, <laughs> You know what a funny me? story about him is, and I don't I don't think he remembered this when we met in school, right? But when I was in primary school, my little brother come to me. And he'd been to the park, the local park, and he said, this lad said something to me. And I was like, fucking what? Right. <laughs> I swear <laughs> down. Fucking what? I went to the park and I was like, I'm going to fucking lever this kid. Yeah. Never, again, never had a fucking fight before. And uh, there was this little guy there. And I was like, you fucking say something to my brother. And I just remember I was on the floor. I was just on the floor. And I, like, he just fucking lamped me. Shit. No words. And uh, anyway, we ended up being really good mates in high school, but mm. I'd never told him that story because he didn't remember. You know, he didn't associate <laughs> he it. He just was mean? hitting so yeah. many kids yeah, at that probably, time. Yeah, probably, yeah. He was yeah. Just, like, just another guy. Probably, yeah. Because I was quite lucky at school that I never had, like, real fights. Because I would always... I mean, even when I was older, I never really had, like... Because I went for a phase when I was, like, 18, when I first started going, like, proper, like, clubs and stuff. Just every club, someone would start on me somewhere. Right. Like, like they would just—I don't know—they just had like a problem, like with my face. It stopped now, thank fuck. But at that time, it was between <laughs> like eighteen and twenty, just some people were just like, "What are you looking at?" Just really, them, yeah. And I'd be like, "I'm fucking—I'm trying to get a drink." Like, right. Jesus Christ. But I would always like talk it down. Like I would never be like, "Nah, I don't want to fight." But the only ones I ever did have fights with at school was just like fucking dickhead kids. Where like. It was like they were just being a dickhead on purpose. You know, I, I, I threw this kid Archie down the stairs once because they used to be these these two twins. I don't even know what the fuck they're doing now, but they're called Archie and Tom. And uh, their surname was Thomas. So one of them was called Archie Thomas and one of them was called Thomas Thomas <laughs> was his name. Everyone called him Quality. Tom Tom and they were Tom Tom and Archie. <laughs> and they were so annoying. They were like the worst kids. But Archie was just a full-on gimp, weird guy. <laughs> full-on gimp. And then, and then, and then, bless, bless Tom Tom. He was like trying to be as hard as he could. 
But I remember Archie said something to me once and I just threw him down some stairs. <laughs> I just like grabbed him and went, what? <laughs> I loved him downstairs. And then there was this one kid. He kept punching this other kid. And uh, I'm not going to say their names because uh, they might they might listen. I think some of them follow me. But um, like, uh, <laughs> you just you just not, narrowed not it down to your five followers. Like, <laughs> fuck knows what Archie and Tom Tom are doing. Like, I think they moved because they left schools. They didn't stick around because everyone was like Archie's like a sex pest. He was like annoying the girls. Like he was yeah. like the kind of guy. He definitely got done for like upskirting or something now. <laughs> And then Tom Tom's probably I don't know in jail for arson or something like they were such weird guns, right? But um yeah, this other kid he was just like kept punching this kid like all the time, and this was when I was training, and I just w- and the kid was quite big, and I just went like bro like so just stop hitting him or I'm gonna hit you, and he punched him and I kicked him in the leg as hard as I could, <laughs> and he had a straight leg. <laughs> so I just fucking whacked him, and no lie, I saw him like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> around. I was like, yeah, like you fucking idiot. Like, fucking. No. But yeah, when I was 18, man. there were so many people that was just starting on me. Yeah, there was that phase where I first started going out in town. And to be fair, though, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, w- me and like my cousin and my brother, and I don't know, I felt like we sort of looked for it. We sort really? of looked for it when we first started going out. Around that 18, 19, yeah. You were probably the ones that were starting on me. Yeah, apart from we never went to Crawley. No, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean people with that mindset. Yeah, yeah. They just went out like, I want to... But I don't know why. I, 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 try to, I, I still think about it to this day, and I don't know why, what we had to prove, because, you know, and that's that's probably like 5% of the time, like the majority of the time, we were just out having a good time trying mm. to get with girls and stuff like, like you know, um, lads would do in that in that way. But yeah, I do I do think about it, and I, I wonder I wonder why it is, and I think obviously it's got a lot to do with testosterone and that that idea that you, you know, it's like the guy on the bike. He's obviously never, you know, it's like a big deal to him that someone's called him a wanker, and he feels so yeah, it's compelled like a, it's like to a fucking thing, stop and let yeah. this person know he's never met, probably never ever going to see in his lifetime, even though you live with it. That's the thing; you can yeah. live within a fucking ten mile radius of someone and still never fucking meet him ever yeah. in your lifetime, yeah. and um, he just feels the need to prove a point to you. Yeah. And I think we were, yeah, I was, I, yeah, I was a little bit, but then, you know, talking about my school and stuff like that, I feel like perhaps coming out of that, coming out of that period of time where I've been given a hard time, I was a bit like, well, you know, I played a bit of rugby now, actually, and I'm, I'll fucking stick up for myself, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but it's fucking stupid stuff, isn't it? Sometimes stupid. you do try and do that, where you like, you almost try and reinvent yourself kind of every three or four Day. years, <laughs> and it's not necessarily like... It's not necessarily like I need to change everything about my personality, but sometimes you go like, I'm never, I'm never having that happen again. You know what I mean? And you, yeah, you yeah. go from there. So you might have gotten shit when you was in school for the dance stuff. And then from there, you were just like, anyone who fucking give me shit now, going to give them. But then now yeah. you're like, no, I, don't, I don't even want to do that. Like, you know. Yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, yeah, I, I, I sort of, it's just a, it's just a weird, weird time in my life. But cause obviously, because I went to college afterwards and then, it's like everyone loved dance. It's like great, and then I was yeah. dancing with everyone in college, and yeah, it's it was completely different. It was it was really nice going to college because it it was like being amongst people that wanted to do all that I did, yeah. you know. And you hear about some people's school lives as well, and they really just flourished in school. It was like they just were the right person for that school. Mm. Like they met, the, you know, I've got a mate who's got friends from school, and they're best mates still now. Mm. And it's like I'm friends with like 
five people I went it's to school same. with, you know what I mean? Same. And it's like some people just are in the right place at the right time, you know, yeah, the right yeah. sort of situation. That's like my housemate, PJ, like when I went to, because from Long Eaton, it's like near Nottingham, but I went to Long Eaton to like visit because I'd never been there before. And, like, he'd always told me, like, at school, like, he knew everyone. Like, what did, and you know people when they go, like, oh, yeah, I knew everyone kind of thing. It's like, you didn't know everyone. <laughs> but then, like, I went there and literally we went to, like, a Sunday league football game and then to, like, the pub afterwards. No, like, there's, like, 30 or 40 lads there and they're all mates with each other from school. And I was there, like, what? What did I do wrong? But but I don't, I don't even think it's like a what did I do wrong? I think it's very independent for each place, each like situation, all that stuff. Mm. Because when I was at school, like I feel like everyone had like kind of a big group of friends, kind of like everyone kind of knows each other. But they just get stripped down every year. And now, I mean, from school, like, I mean, uh, you got school done. No, that's Dan. the thing. No, I, I went to, I met Dan when I was like 18, but I met him through like my friend Rhiannon, who's going out with um, my other mate, Donnie at the time. So I met them through. I think I've met Donnie. Rhiannon. Yeah, yeah, you would have met Donnie. And um, yeah, well, we all made mates then because we would go out and like do stuff all the time. But actual from school, not even really that mm. many people. I mean, not that many people I could even speak to. Now. I think maybe it comes down to as well. Like, so if you look at, like what we were talking about earlier about the conform to a certain sort of lifestyle. And I think actually, if you're still in touch with people, you know, perhaps there's an element of the the sort of path that you took is quite similar as well. You know, like the, the kind of job that you do. And then, you know, it's always the case that you meet, a, uh, you've got a mate and he's actually got um, a missus that he's been with for a while. He's similar to your missus. And then your missus get on and you're like, oh, I'd, I'd spend more time with that person yeah. now because they get on. And that's that kind of thing, isn't it? Where like you have similarities in life, so you all sort of stick together. And I think you and I, it sounds to me like we're a little bit like against the grain a little bit in regards to what we want to do career-wise. Mm. So, you know, you don't always meet people that are like that. And I think yeah. being being down here for me, I, I do. Mm. Like, and that's, that's what's sort of keeping me here because you meet more people who have left an environment to, to be here, you know? Yeah. And even you, because you're, 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 you're a southerner, but you're not from around here, you know mm. what I mean? So... Like you, you sort of just thought, you know, I'll, I'll just spend some time here and mm. see what comes of it. And I think you meet more like-minded people in that sense. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even in my family, and I, I mean, like my family is like pretty much all Crawley. I mean, my mum and dad are te- technically from London, but they like moved to Crawley when they were like really young. Because obviously, in that time, it was like Crawley was like the new, so like the new place cheap houses to buy like best place to go set up like the family if you're going from london i was talking to my nan once and she was saying she lived in this was like a couple months ago i was talking about this but she lived in fulham okay. she lived in council council flat in fulham she's paying like some obviously like some stupid Dirty amount rent, in yeah. rent yeah and apparently at the time they the council offered everyone who was renting you can buy this flat for something like 500 pounds or, or something crazy like that yeah in fulham they were yeah, like you yeah. can buy this flat and you can have it and everyone was like why would i do that that is ridiculous i can rent for like a tuppence like a week or some yeah, shit yeah. like that they were like why would i do that that's ridiculous and now it's worth and like then they moved to crawley because they were like oh this is the new place to go to 
And it's like, if she'd have, if, if her mum or whatever had bought that plate, 500 pounds or whatever, be a millionaire. it would be literally, it would be <laughs> worth like a million. And I said to her, like, why did you, what were you doing? Like, why? Why would you not, I don't think we're going to see that same increase in our lifetime, but no. I've done some jobs for, I did this job for this one woman in particular and she lives next to Finsbury Park in like a three bed flat and we got chatting and she said, um, basically, you know, I, I bought this place in the 80s mm. and it was 17 grand. Yeah. And it's a fucking 500 grand flat now. It's if not it's more now. Like that was eight years ago. It's so like fucking nuts. Like it's we're not going to see that same increase no, in our lifetime. Never, never. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, and they're all like crawly people, and none of them have really like left. I mean, there's ne- they've never really been the incentive to do that. And like we said earlier, like each to their own. Like you know, if you want to live there, you want to live there. You want to. Some people, because I always look at like you know, some people their life goal is I want to have kids and just have a family, and that's kind of it. Yeah. And it's kind of like I maybe I would like to do that, but like, like at the moment I'm like fuck that. I shit. definitely want kids at some point, but at I'm, some point, I'm yeah. I'm torn at the moment, obviously because of what I'm doing. Mm. I'm 31. Like it's, I reckon maybe if I was 31 10 years ago, I'd probably be like I need to get a house and have kids. But I just feel like there's been this change, and I don't know if it's just in me, but I, a lot of people I speak to feel the same as well. In that, actually, yeah, it's like I can do what I want. Yeah, you I can. can still be that idea, you know, like the idea of like being young and pursuing something. Actually, don't worry about the house and the kids right now. Like, I think I'm gonna have kids at some point. Like, and I really want that. I really want to be able to give all this information, this experience and pass it down to someone and and watch that flower grow and watch it mm. flourish and and you know like become something or just generally support something you know see something grow um but i'm in no rush to do it man i just think i don't want to turn around when i'm 50 and go oh yeah i used to do a bit of that yeah, yeah like, literally oh, the whole my days, the i amount, don't want to be that guy the amount i think of stuff like that because I think I do have a bit of a weird thing with aging. I don't know why, but I get, I get really, really down on my birthdays. I, I don't, okay. I don't like them and at all. Them people, yeah. I get like a big like. I remember when I was um, younger, I used to have a big thing about dying. Like I used to think about it like nonstop at night, like really like panic about it. But then like I think now especially. It took me ages to kind of feel better about it. And I still do kind of feel a bit shitty sometimes about... I mean, it sounds so stupid, but I'm always like, oh, I'm 25 or whatever. But then now it's like like 25, 31. Like, it's actually not old. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, especially now. Like, back in the day, like, maybe... I mean, people like 50 years old, they look like shit. And like, you know what I mean? Whereas like now, you know, people get to like, you know, their late 50s and shit and they... They're just like, yeah, I'm still like about, like, I'm still like. I I had to laugh because I saw this couple running down the street the other day, and they put, you know, they've both got a fucking knee strap on, and his belly's out here, and she's fucking falling to bit. (laughs) 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 Dan, shout out to Dan with his knee strap. I can't wait to, I can't wait for him to listen to this. Yeah, (laughs) I just mentioned him like five times. Well, he also mentioned his his uh, Ras Kemp, so shout out. It's true, yeah, shout out Ras Kemp. Um. But no, I saw these old couple running down the street and I'm like, you've left it too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're trying, you're trying now, but trying something you, new. yeah, you, you should probably done that 20 years ago. Yeah. Just have, you should have had that salad 20 years ago. And you know what I mean? It's like, 
I know that's really harsh to say, isn't it? No, but it's, it's kind it, of no, how I think. It's like, it why are you trying? To, why are you in your sixties and why are you trying to burn it off now? Yeah. Like, you, like have have a bit of like foresight. Just like think, you know, what is this going to do to my body? That you should be living now. But, but this is the thing about you and thinking about death. Because I used to do that. I used to fear it so much. Mm. And I used to be like, and it had nothing to do with what I'd done with my life, but purely because I was just scared of the lights going off. But like the lights go off you don't know anyway it's like a stupid idea mm. that you're scared of it if mm. you know what i mean but if you want longevity then you've got to think with that like you in mind longevity. you've got to think about yeah. like be realistic don't be like oh i know a woman that smoked until she was a hundred and she's all right so i'll just smoke until yeah, i'm a hundred yeah, it's literally. like give a shit give yeah, a shit yeah. you know what i mean yeah literally life is beautiful yeah for sure <laughs> I went off on it. I went off. On a bit <laughs> nice beautiful. I think I think that's a good a good place to end it. To be fair, I'm trying. I'm, try- I'm trying. Th- I'm trying to think. I'm oh, trying to think note. what the timing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. point. Dave, yeah, it's a per- perfect amount for the episode. I mean, I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, been- I could chat to you forever. Man. Oh, mate, it's fucking amazing. I mean, we're still gonna chat anyway. I'm gonna eat one of those gummy bears. I think. Are you gonna? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? <laughs> I'll eat half and see what happens. Why not? Um, we should do another one. Yeah, why not? Yeah, no. <laughs> let's fucking do it. Do another one. We should we should do like um. We'll get yeah you and your mate on for sure. Get get Tom on. You'll you'll laugh. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I think you'll laugh a lot. We'll we'll do another one maybe in a couple of months or something. That'd be beautiful. I'll be all. Over I think that. we've got more to talk about as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely see you in, in between then anyway. So, you don't yeah. sound that enthusiastic. What? What? No, I'm. D- <laughs> I'm saying let's do another one. You're I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm agreeing. I'm like. Let's do another one. Yes. Yeah, let's yeah. Do yes. That's the sort of response. Yes, let's yeah, do another right. one. Go to sleep. Goodbye, everyone. D- Dave, do you, want, do you want to plug your um, Instagram things you're doing right now? Any other? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm uploading some music actually on, well, it's Atkins Dave. I'm uploading bits. So tune in. Nice. And what your Instagram shit like that, people follow. I'll put it on the, ins- in yeah, the yeah. description anyway. But yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, shout it out. Shout <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your Instagram? I said your, I've already said it. It's Atkins Oh, it's Dave. just Atkins yeah, Dave for everything. You for your SoundClouds as well. I don't have SoundCloud yet. I'm going to oh, set one up. I'm writing with saying. Dan as well. I'm doing the stuff with Dan and um, I'm writing a little mini series with Tom yeah, that yeah. you're going to proofread for us and stuff. Gee. See what happens. Banger. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, as always, yeah, f- you know, do whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? I, I rate the people that have been watching this. It ain't loads of you, but it's someone, you know what I mean? And you're doing it. More Crawley Luxury Sessions coming as well. Shout, check out the one with SP. I'll put that in the uh, on the follow-on for this video. But thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you later in a bit. Bye-bye. Shouts to Moderna. E-e- Crawley Town! Crawley Town! Crawley! Crawley Town! Crawley Town! Welcome to the following Luxury Podcast. Listen up. Crawling. Crawling.